That's Pastor Michael E. Tan. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly Eton, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.myspace.com. Hear God's Word at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem or through our Women of the Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the Word. The time has come for judgment to begin in the house of God. And if it begins with us first, what will it be to the end of those who do not obey the gospel of God? So uh, this whole entire year, we're going to get it right before our Heavenly Father. We're going give it, to get it right um, as we go forward. Amen? Amen. Amen. Uh, this month. We're talking about getting it right in ministry, getting it right in ministry. And before we install our ministers, oh, I said ministers. Well, everybody's a minister, come to think of it. That's right. That's right. Holy Spirit's talking sometimes I don't understand. (laughs) But before we install our leaders this year, uh, we want to make sure that you have a servant's attitude. And that's the only way you can get it right in the ministry is that you've got to know who you are and what position you hold in order to get it right. In Luke chapter 22, we're standing on this all month long. Leaders memorize this text, 22, 27. For who is greater, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? Is it not the one who is at the table? But I am among you as one who what? Who serves. Who serves. And we want to install leaders with a servant mindset. With a servant mindset. And not only that, but we also want to challenge this month all members who do not have a ministry. Uh, We have to remind you that you were saved to serve. That you were saved to serve. And there's some way that you should be serving the Lord and and prayerfully throughout this month God will call you or be calling you to get involved in a ministry here at Bethlehem. Amen? Amen. Amen. But you'll have a servant's heart, a servant's mindset. Amen? Amen. Amen. Um, and this is just showing you what we have coming up for the rest of the month this Sunday, getting it right in position. Want you to do some forward work. First Corinthians chapter twelve. Look at that. Look at that. But we're going to go on tonight, and we're going to be looking at Galatians chapter seven, uh, chapter six, verses seven through ten. Amen. Amen. Want you to read this out loud together at the same time on three. It's in your handouts as well as on the screen. Um, let's read it. One, two, three. 
do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reap what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh, from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap our harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, if we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord, and tonight we're sharing a message entitled, Getting It Right in Hope. Getting It Right in Hope. And we're going to talk all around three points as the Holy Spirit gives us utterance. We're going to talk about reap right. We're going to tell you and talk about render right. And we want you to know that there is a reward right. To reap right, render right, and there is a reward right. And we want Christians to know tonight that Christians should serve God faithfully to reap a good reward. Christians should serve God faithfully to reap a good reward. And let me put this in here because this whole month is geared towards leaders and we're going to listen to what God is saying to the leaders to reap or to and, and render some of the stuff for our own personal life, even if we're not in the position of leadership, but... Christian leaders should serve God faithfully to reap a good reward. To reap a good reward. That's a concept in our community today that is uh, directly opposite of what I believe the Bible says. But even Christians now are using this term and it's called karma. Karma. And it's a, a term from Hinduism or Buddhism, and it, 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 it basically has uh, somewhat of a meaning that in the text that we're going to uh, look at tonight about reaping and sowing, but uh, people in our community call it karma, that if you do something bad, bad is going to happen to you. If you do something good, good is going to happen to you, and uh, but, of course, as Christians, we don't believe these Buddhist principles. So if you're using that term, karma, take it out of your vocabulary because it's not a Christian term. Grandmama Nam just used to, used to say that you're going to reap what you sow. And, and, and that's a biblical term. That's a biblical term. You're going to reap uh, what you sow. Uh, biblical term. So if you're going to reap what you sow, then you've got to do, first, you've got to learn to reap right. Hello, somebody. To reap right. And we're talking to leaders, but we're talking to all Christians as well, because you're going to sow what you reap. And we want to encourage leaders... Uh, uh, to sow not to the flesh, because some leaders are sowing to the flesh. Hello, somebody. Uh, I have an experience coming here today and, and coming to a spiritual task. And the devil tempted me tonight to be mad about a circumstance, and I, and I had to think and I had to pray, Lord, I... 
I can't get up in this pulpit mad about what's supposed to be holy, the things of holiness. I can't do it because if I do, I will I will be up here preaching mad and angry. Hello, somebody. Knocking folk upside the head. <laughs> when, 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 when this is a spiritual entity and, 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 and spiritual work must be done even when you stand in the pulpit and you've got to preach in the spirit and not preach in the flesh. Hello, somebody. And we have some leaders who are up in the church and they're leading in the flesh. Hello, somebody. And, and and this is a spiritual entity and and they're trying to bring corporate concepts into the church house. Hello, somebody. And, 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 but that corporate stuff and it's being done uh, uh, all around our nation and all around our community instead of having deacons, for instance, having a mindset of being servants, uh, which the, the, the deacon, that word literally from the Greek means to serve, to literally be a waiter. Hello, somebody. And we have this concept of a deacon board uh, uh, to which uh, in our culture and society, it is a great honor to serve on a board. Hello, somebody. And these boards have power. Hello, somebody. And we bring the concept, that concept in the household of the Lord. And, and instead of being servants of the Lord, we get up in here and we think we're part of some kind of corporate board. And we want to run the church. Church like it's some corporate entity. Hello, somebody. No, 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 no. That's sowing in the flesh. Hello, somebody. And it's the same thing with preachers. It's the same thing with preachers. I, I tell my preachers and use this illustration all the time. Uh, uh, back when I was in Bible school, I, I, I was a courier and I used to work for wingtip couriers. And, and the difference between us and other carrier companies was that uh, I, I got to dress up in a uniform and wear a tie, but all I was when I showed up in the place uh, was just a messenger. Hello, somebody. And guess what? They didn't worship the messenger. Hello, somebody. They didn't put the messenger on a pedestal. Hello, somebody. And I like to tell preachers, that's all I am today. I'm still a wingtip courier. Hello, somebody. Oh, and, and, and that's it. I, I'm not a god. Hello, somebody. I'm not a man that you should oh put on a pedestal. Hello, somebody. I'm a man just like you are. Hello, somebody. I just have a different task. I, I'm a wingtip courier, and that's my mindset. And a courier or a messenger is a what? Servant. Hello, somebody. I, I, I don't need somebody to carry my bags. I can carry my own bags. Hello, somebody. I'm not that special. I, oh, what, what did Jesus do? What did the text say before? We got into the text. Jesus said, I came as a servant, and if Jesus Jesus, uh, the head of the church uh, came as a servant, then who, I wanted to use that H word, am I? (laughs) 
That's that, 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 that's all I am. And I'm going to touch on this 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 coming Sunday, and uh, uh, we're going to talk about uh, oh uh, something that I heard uh, last Sunday night about how uh, this preacher uh, called the the pastor a coach, the preacher as a coach, and, and we're going to talk about that whether that is a, a real good term to use as a pastor as a coach. We're going to talk about that later, but uh, for now we know that Jesus said he was a servant. Hello somebody. And if you want to be fruitful in your ministry, you've got to stop showing in the flesh. Take on the position that you're supposed to have, which is a servant. Oh, I said, which is a servant. And let's get God's work done. Hello somebody. That's a problem with most churches today. We got too many arrogant, oh, pig-headed, big uh, ego people showing up in the church and you can't get nothing done because everybody think they somebody nobody can get their hands dirty hello somebody yeah you you have a whole lot of indian chiefs and guess what and no indians and as a result nothing can get done because everybody is somebody hello something no you ain't nobody <laughs> what the song says i'm just nobody nobody trying to tell everybody what about somebody who can save anybody so if we're going to be leaders, we've got to learn to sow right or, or to reap right. Uh, and the only way we're going to reap right is we've got to sow right. And we've got to stop. In verse 8 it says, whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. And whoever sows uh, to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. Hello, somebody. So if we are going to be the leaders that God called us to be, we're going to be the church that God calls us to. We've got to stop showing to the flesh, even as leaders. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. What you say, preacher? I thought we were going to be talking about hope tonight. <laughs> yeah, and I'm hoping that you get your life right. Hello, somebody. <laughs> I'm hoping that everybody get their life right. Uh, from the pulpit oh, to the back of the door. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. This text in Hosea says, but you who plant what? Wickedness. You have what? Reaped evil. And you have eaten the fruit of what? Deception. Because you have what? Depended upon what? Your own strength. Hello, somebody. And, 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 and your many warriors. No, the church is a spiritual institution. And the best way to do church is to depend upon the power of the Holy Spirit of God and not depend upon your own power. Hello, somebody. Because in your own power, some stuff just won't get done. As a matter of fact, God likes to put stuff out there into which the only way you can get it done is to depend upon his strength and his power. Hello, somebody. And that's why a lot of 
times he won't give you the whole picture up front. You've got to believe by faith. If you're going to build, we're going to build this building. God is not giving you the whole picture. All God is telling us to do is to get busy. All God is telling us to do is to get started. And to step out in faith. Oh, and start this building in the spirit as opposed to starting in the flesh. Hello, somebody. Who I said something there. Somebody need to get what I'm saying. Hello, somebody. Because if you already had the money, you can do it in your own flesh. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. But if you're going to reap right, you got to sow right. Hello, somebody. And that works not just for leaders. It works for anybody. Any new believers that are in this place and want to live for God, you've got to sow in the spirit and you'll reap. That goes for that person that's thinking about tithing. Hello, somebody. Let me get on this because talk about the money part of things. Hello, somebody. Oh, because the money really shows where your heart is. Hello, somebody. See, you've got to believe by faith. And you've got to sow your 10% by faith. But you say, preacher, if I sow my 10%, somebody else won't get paid. Hello, somebody. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Hello, somebody. Well, well, and I'm here to tell you that if, if, if you pay your 10%, maybe, just maybe, everybody going to get paid. <laughs> Well, you say ain't no maybe to it, D. <laughs> say ain't no maybe to it if you put God first and you sow. Oh, that's this principle uh, is is an irrevocable principle. If you sow it, uh, you're gonna reap it. Uh, there's no way to get around it. And then why some of you're not blessed is because you haven't sown it. Hello, somebody. And as a result, you're not reaping it. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. You want to reap right, you got to sow right. Hello, somebody. You got to stop sowing in the flesh. You know, in the money, you sow in the flesh. You get tickets to, to go to the concerts. You get tickets to go to the football game. If you just uh, miss one game a month, you probably could pay your tithes. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. You stop going to the casino. You probably could pay your tithes. You stop paying the lotto. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. You, you're like, Lord, let me hit the numbers, Lord. Let me hit the numbers. And Lord, and, and the Lord is saying, I'm trying to hit your numbers. You give me that same money <laughs> that you're trying to hit with the lotto. Give that to me and you'll reap what you sow. Hello, somebody. And you ain't going to hit the lotto and you ain't going to have my help either because you ain't shown right. Hello, somebody. That's why you're broke. That's why you're broke. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. or neighbor. neighbor. I don't mean to tell your business, but that's why you're broke. (laughs) You want to read right, you got to sow right. Hello, somebody. You want to read right, you got to sow right. And you're putting your money, all your money is going to the things of the flesh, stuff that will be, uh, oh, you know, we buy these new cars and can barely keep a car for two or three years because we think they old. Hello, somebody. Brand new car, three years old, and you think it's old. Hello, somebody. Got to go get a new one because <laughs> it's out of style. Hello, somebody. 
How about try God in the spirit? Put your money into spiritual things. Yeah. Amen. Hello, somebody. Yeah, go ahead and give God a hand clap of praise. Up in here, up in here, up in here. You say, preacher, now I'm looking for that hope. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> you got to render right. The text says, again, do, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Hello, somebody. And then in verse 9 it says, Let us not become weary and doing good. Hello, somebody. Now, now that sounds like that's something for the leaders. That sounds like that's something for the leaders. Really, something for everybody. But since we're talking to leaders, uh, it says, Let us not grow weary and doing good. Hello, somebody. Many times, if you tell the truth, sometimes you just grow weary in doing good. You get sick and tired because you're looking at all the other people and it seems like they're doing wrong, but they're being blessed and you're doing the best that you can and things don't seem to be going right for you and and you just get tired and you look at other folk and how they're living and you're living for the Lord and as a result, you get weary. Hello, somebody. Sometimes, oh, you look at, you're being faithful, but you look at the results of what you're doing. Uh, God didn't tell you to look at the results. God told you to be faithful in what he called you to do. Uh, oh, and many preachers, they, they get upset. Uh, oh, that when the house is not full when they're preaching. Uh, and they get upset and think, Lord, nothing is being done. Lord, seems like the more that I preach, uh, oh, the less people come to church. Uh, oh, but, uh, but, 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 hey, let me, hey, let me tell you now, sometimes... Uh, Revival starts with subtraction. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Because you have a church full of hellions uh, and you preach the hell out of them. Hello, somebody. (laughs) Hello, somebody. It's not your job to look for the fruitfulness of it. All it is, your job is uh, to be uh, faithful. Oh, and God says uh, that if you're faithful over the little things, hello, somebody. Then, and then one day uh, he'll be able to make your rulers uh, over many so you don't have to look at the numbers uh, you don't got to look at uh, how many is coming uh, you don't have to look at uh, how much money is being given uh, all you've got to do uh, is just look at the Lord to God of your salvation who saved you to serve uh, and if he saved you to serve uh, then you need to serve uh, regardless uh, of what's going on uh, in other folks life you got to serve him faithfully you got to serve him oh the old folk used to sing this oh we are the soldiers in the army we have to fight although we have to cry we've got to hold up the blood saying that we've got to hold it up until we die hello somebody they were tougher Christians back then we don't like to carry that blood Sing banner. We don't want. We want to put the banner down. We want to give up, and we want to turn around. We want to run back like Peter and them did. Oh, and they went back fishing when they were supposed to be fishers of men. But God is saying to you, oh, if you're gonna be in Saul at Bethlehem, 
this year in 2013 you're being installed for the duration you're being installed and you better not quit say to your neighbor neighbor oh neighbor you better not quit in Jesus name oh how can I quit hey I don't quit on the boss man hello somebody oh I don't quit on him I show up every day and guess what I show up on time I show up raised leader of snow oh I can remember when there was a snow I can remember the factory Kerwoods they sent out a vans to go out and pick up their workers cause they weren't gonna close the door hello somebody oh and that's what we've got to do we've got to serve God like we actually work for him I said something there I said something like we actually work for him oh and you do everything right you serve oh your job because what because you get paid you get a check every Friday or every first of the month you're getting paid and that's what this text is saying tonight you're getting paid for everything that you do for the Lord you're going to reap what you have sown and you get a check oh it may not come on the first of the week it may not come Friday but you get a check leaders oh you're going to be rewarded for what you do for the Lord and as a result you should be faithful hello somebody Hello, somebody. I remember when I used to work for the man, I was there every day. I was there every day on time. I was there, rain, sleet, or snow. And guess what? I hated being there, but I was there. Hello, somebody. I didn't like what I was doing, but I was there doing what I didn't like to do. Oh, because I was working for the man, and the man was paying me. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And guess what? Even if I was running late, Hello, somebody. I called a man and said, hey, I'm running late. Hello, somebody. We had to communicate. Hello, somebody. Because you prioritize that which is important. And many times you treat your job or the thing that you pour yourself into more important than you treat the things of God. And that gets on my nerve. Hello, somebody. (laughs) Hello, somebody. Some stuff that you'll never do at work. Some work that you'll never do at work. You got to have a certain level of excellence. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. But yet you come to the church and there's no excellence in anything that you do. It's a leftover when it's time for you to give a report. And by the way, we're going to have our church meeting coming this next Wednesday. And and this time, why don't you write your report before you get in the sanctuary? (laughs) Hello, somebody. You're not working for the man and why he having his meeting doing your report for his meeting. If you is, you need to be fired. Hello, somebody. Because you need to do things beforehand. You need to prepare. Hey, you need to let folk know that I take what I do serious for the Lord. And I'm prepared for this thing. It's not something that I did at the last minute. This something I did beforehand. This something I thought about. This something I prayed about. This something that I, I asked holy and godly people to pray about. Hey, that's what you should be doing in the household of the Lord. Hello, somebody. And doing it faithfully. And even if you have to serve the Lord in tears, and I wish I could say that you won't get weary sometimes. I wish I could say that it's going to be easy. But I'd be telling you a lie, leaders. 
I've been telling you a lot. Now, it ain't. Because the more effective that you become in the ministry, guess what? You've heard me say it many times. New levels, what? New devils. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. But, but, but you got to render right. Even when you're weary. You got to keep going. Hello, somebody. And, and that's what Psalms uh, 126.5 says. That those who what? Sow in tears. What? Who reap. With songs of joy. Did the psalmist say that? Because you're crying, you need to quit. Hello, somebody. See, many times we get our feelings hurt and... We want to quit. People ain't doing right. We want to quit. They ain't listening right. And you want to quit. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. They, they, they won't do what you say and you're the leader. They trying to tell you what to do. And you want to quit. Hello, somebody. No, 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 no. God said, no, no. I got, I got a remedy for this. You, you, you need to be faithful. Continue on in your work. Continue on in your faith, and you may have to have tears in your eyes. Hello, somebody. You may have to sow in tears. Hello, somebody. This Christian walk, and I'm talking to everybody now, not just leaders. Sometimes, oh, you'll get tired in this Christian faith. Sometimes, you'll get weary in this Christian faith. Uh, we were talking to somebody yesterday, and, it, and I had to let them know that it's easy to do wrong. Hello, somebody. Oh, it's easy to do wrong, but, but it's hard to, to do right. Hello, somebody. Somebody. And they were saying that, oh, when I wanted to do things the wrong way, it was easy. But now I've turned my life around. But now it seems like everything comes, oh, by heart, by being hard. Yes. Yes. This Christian walk is not easy. Come on, man. It's not easy. If you listen to the television preachers that tell you you're supposed to be blessed all the time, oh, and if you sow into their fleshly ministry and, and go and get some of that spring water they be blessed with, hello, somebody, you just put money in their pocket, hello, somebody, you're going to still have your own trials, your own tribulations, hello, somebody, because in this life you're going to have troubles, you're going to have trials. But you've got to have a holy stick to itness, a spiritual moxie. Hello, somebody. Uh, a determination to continue to serve the Lord regardless of what's going on in my life. To serve Him if my wife don't want to serve Him. To come to church if He don't want to come to church. To come to church and to serve Him. Oh, and even if everybody turned their back on you. Hello, somebody. You got to be faithful. Amen. And so in tears. Somebody said that rain helps to grow the seeds. And many times when you're sowing in tears, your blessing will come earlier. Hello, somebody. Because of the rain of your tears. Be faithful. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Neighbor. Or neighbor. Be faithful. Be faithful. I want the leaders to be faithful, and I want the saints, oh, who's trying to live right, to be faithful. Be faithful. Don't go weary in doing good. Don't, don't go weary in coming to Wednesday night Bible study. Don't go weary in coming to Sunday service. Don't go weary 
and coming to Sunday school. Don't, don't grow weary and coming to Titus 2. Don't grow weary and going to the Bible study. Don't you know these are the only places uh, where you can sow into your spirit anywhere else that you go. Uh, if you go to a Sooner game, uh, oh, it's not going to help you in your spirit. Uh, oh, if you go to the Cowboy game, uh, it's not going to help you in your spirit. Uh, oh, if you take your, oh, your, 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 your young uh, children to, oh, these other games uh, that they play, that's not going to help your spirit. You've got to put yourself first uh, and get in the places uh, where you can sow into your spirit. Hello, somebody. And, and needless to say, you need to pray uh, every day to sow into your spirit. You need to read the Bible every day uh, to sow into your spirit because uh, looking at uh, oh, a scandal on Thursday night, that ain't going to help your spirit. Yep. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Ain't going to help your spirit. Hello, somebody. You said, preacher, you shouldn't have said nothing about scandal. <laughs> you should have said something about the, the housewives in Atlanta. <laughs> but none of that is spiritually oriented. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Those that sow in tears will reap with songs of joy. So let us not be weary in doing good. Hello, somebody. I said, let us not be weary. Hello, somebody. Preachers, let us not uh, go weary in preaching. Deacons, don't go weary in serving. Oh, us, don't go weary in standing. Choir members, don't go weary in singing. Oh, and whatever it is. Oh, teachers of the Bible, don't go weary in teaching. Oh, don't grow weary. Keep doing good. It's going to pay off. Yeah. In the end. Hello somebody. And that's what the word says. It's going to pay off. In the end. And, and then you get the right reward. A, a reward right. Reward right. Hello somebody. And he goes on to say this is the reward that's right. For at the proper time. Hello somebody. We will reap a harvest if what? King James said, faint not. Hello, somebody. And that's key to the Christian walk and the Christian faith. You've got to keep sowing into the Spirit until you reap in the Spirit. You can't give up because God says that, that, that you ain't going to get no participatory a prize in this race. Come on, come on, you know how, how we do everybody today and children today? Everybody today is a winner. You know. <laughs> yeah, no losers. I look down at you. you. You came in last place, but you get this little certificate of reward for, for losing. <laughs> and you give them a false sense uh, uh, of importance. Uh, hello, somebody, that I can be mediocre and still get a prize. Hello, somebody. God said, I don't give out mediocre prizes. Come on, come on, God. You got to finish to reap. Yeah. Hello, somebody. And if you're at the end of the race and you stop, you get nothing. Hello, somebody. You get nothing. I've heard this story told many, many times before about this, this miner who bought some land and believed that, that he could uh, 
uh, now it's a, a, a miner, a, 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 a diamond miner. He's, he bought uh, some land. He believed that uh, these diamonds were in the in the mine, and he began to dig and dig and he dug and kept on digging. Hello, somebody, and uh, got tired and gave up. <laughs> and then he sold the property. Hello, somebody. And the next guy that got the property did two feet and struck. <laughs> and became a billionaire. Hello, somebody. <laughs> That's why, folk and people, you cannot give up, especially in the spiritual arena. You cannot give up. You've got to be faithful. You've got to see this thing to the end. For it says, for at the proper time or due time. When is due time? Whenever God says it's due, it's due time. Hello, somebody. In a proper time, we will what reap a harvest if we don't give up. Hello, somebody. And I'm talking about leaders. Talking to leaders. Don't give up and you'll reap a harvest. Amen. Talking to the regular Christian. Don't, don't give up. It seems like everybody else is getting by and making it and they're doing evil and wickedness and they're prospering. And you're doing things right. And you're not getting paid as much. Oh, but the little that you get, you, you give your tip part to the Lord and you keep being faithful because God says in due time, hello somebody, that you're going to reap a harvest. If you don't give up, say to your neighbor, 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 oh neighbor, oh neighbor, don't give up on God. Don't give up on God. Don't give up on God. Hello somebody. That's what happens when many Christian folk, so-called Christians, something happens in their life and they give up. Don't you know those trials are meant to drive you to God, not to drive you away from God. Hello, somebody. We have, we have some saints today who, who have been driven away from God by the trials. And God, and God is saying, I didn't, I didn't give you a trial to drive you away. I, I gave you a trial to depend upon me. Yes, sir. To not depend upon your own strength and on your own might and on your own knowledge. I put you to at a place uh, where you couldn't help yourself. Uh, and instead of turning to me, uh, you began to turn to alcohol and drugs. Uh, instead of turning to me, uh, oh, you began to run out the skirts. Uh, instead of turning to me, uh, oh, you began to oh stop coming to the church. Uh, oh, instead of turning to me, uh, oh, you started to go your own way. Hello, somebody. God said, "Man, if you, I could have done something for you, but you, but you quit. Come on, come on, you quit." It's, it's one thing that I don't like in the ministry is a quitter. Man, I, I, I'm kind of like Paul, you know. When it came to John Mark, and they and they were going about to go on their second journey, and 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 and, 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 and the question of whether we're going to take John Mark, and Paul said, "No, nah, we are." We ain't going to take John Mark. 
Because because of what? Because he abandoned the, the, the mission last time. <laughs> he came back home. This is God's work. This is spiritual work. This this is tough work. Uh, just anybody can't do this what we do. Uh, and he didn't like a quitter. My, I just cannot understand how you can quit on God. I just don't I don't understand that. If you if you say God is all that he says that he is. And if you read that book from cover to cover to which I challenge all of our leaders and members to read the book, the whole book, within a year's time, it would take you 20 minutes a day to do that. If you become serious about it, because you need to know the God in the, in the beginning. See, if, if, you, if you know the God of creation, then you won't have a problem about a God sending his son without having the seed of a man. Hello, somebody. The virgin birth. See, that, that won't be a, a problem for you to understand. The virgin birth, when you know the God of creation, when he started with nothing. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. If you know him. Yeah, man. Man. Hello, somebody. Man. Hello, somebody. You got to know all of him, everything Lord, about him. Man. That's the God that you serve. This is the, the the Bible is the playbook. When you go to the NFL or you go to the any yeah. pro league or really college league, the first thing they're gonna give you is what playbook. a playbook. Hello, somebody. And they ain't gonna say study this playbook fifteen minutes a day. They ain't even gonna say that. Hello, somebody. They 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 won't tell you to do. I got in trouble before about uh, about these daily devotions. You know, I was up at a conference, and you know, and I was saying, you know, you, you read uh, just uh, uh, one Bible verse, uh, and then you read a paragraph of what man said about the Bible verse, and then you're done. <laughs> and then in the audience, there was a man that was there pushing his devotional book. <laughs> problems with you writing it. Hello somebody. But the problem that I have is that I think it takes more than just one line of scripture a day to make Hello somebody. When when you get to the pro league, they're not going to send you, they're not going to give you a devotional book about the playbook. <laughs> say, this is just, you just go, this is just a devotional book about the playbook. Ooh, that don't make no sense, do it? A devotional book about the playbook. Hello, somebody. Now they're going to give you the playbook, and the playbook is thick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you got to learn everything. Hello, somebody. You got to memorize because you got to know where you're supposed to be on the field on any given play, and you got to know what you do on any given play. You're not, you're not on the playgrounds anymore where you say, down, say, and you roll back and you throw to your favorite homeboy. No, uh-uh, it ain't like that. <laughs> this is a strategic plan. Every play is a strategic plan. Hello, somebody. And Christian folk. Hello, somebody. We got to get in the book. The book itself. Hello, somebody. Because if, if you don't know God, uh, how can you live victorious? Hello, somebody. You got to get to know him. You got to get to know that playbook. 
You got to know what you're supposed to do in every play. You got to know how you live as a single person. You got to know how you live as a married person. Hello, somebody. And next week, we're gonna, next month, we're going to talk about getting it right in marriage because some of the stuff that we're doing ain't right. Hello, somebody. As married folk. Some of the stuff that we're doing as single folk who living like they married ain't right. Hello, somebody. So we got to get it right to know where we're supposed to be when the play is called. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Hello, somebody. It's your reward, right? Is that in proper time, you're going to reap. But guess what? The only way you're going to reap is that you cannot give up. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. or neighbor, you can't give up. Can't give up. Just cannot give up. Never, ever, never, never, ever, never, ever, never, ever, 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 never, never, ever, 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 never, ever, 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 never give up on God. Because God doesn't give up on you. Hello, somebody. God doesn't give up on you. And in a story about John Mark is that Paul gave up on him, but hello, somebody. He came back on the scene, and Paul was asking for him at the end of his ministry because man will give up on you. Hello, somebody. But God will never give up on you. So guess what? Then you shouldn't give up on God. Hello, somebody. You may blow it. I mean, we all blow it big time. I mean, we all blow it big time. Hello, somebody. Anybody here that ain't ever blew it big time? I'm talking about not small. I'm talking we blew it big time. Just out and out hot mess that happens in your life because you didn't do right. <laughs> That's what you do. Repent. Hello, somebody. Turn around. That's what repent means. Head in the other direction. Like nothing ever happened. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. You, you cannot give up. Even when you fail God, you can't give up. Hello, somebody. Somebody's listening at the sound of my voice. Maybe a preacher man, and you fail, and it was a bad scene. But God is saying, oh, you still can't give up. Repent, turn, and head in the other direction. Hello, somebody. Now, there are some consequences. Hello, somebody. But guess what? Hello. Pay the price. And keep going. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. But you cannot give up just because you blew it. You can't give up just because you messed up. You can't give up. Hello, somebody. Because it's an outright hot mess, open shame. You can't give up. Hello, somebody. God says you got to get it right. Hello, somebody. You don't get up. You don't give up. Get it right. Hello, somebody. Don't give up. Don't quit. Get it right. Hello, somebody. Get it right. Bethlehem. Get it right. That's what we're talking about. I don't want to lose nobody. You say, preacher, you're really preaching hard to these leaders. You're going to lose somebody. No, I ain't trying to lose nobody. I just want you to get it right. Hello, somebody. I don't want to lose one nobody. Hello, somebody. Even my knuckleheads, I don't want to lose. <laughs> they ain't mind to lose in the first place. <laughs> they the Lord. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. But don't give up. Come on, leaders. Don't give up. Saints, don't give up. 
Don't don't quit. Don't don't leave the job. Hello, somebody. I've only quit one job in my life because I was fed up. I was a teenager. And I was still living at home with my mama then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, <laughs> when I got grown, <laughs> I couldn't give up. I couldn't quit. Hello, somebody, because those bills don't quit. Hello, somebody. <laughs> and bill collectors certainly don't quit. <laughs> yeah, folk, folk calling you from bills from 20 years ago because they don't quit. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Yeah, they're following you. Uh, we, we, we heard you move. You still owe us some money. We know where you're at. <laughs> 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 Don't quit. <laughs> yeah, give me money. <laughs> Don't give up, people. Please, please. Don't give up. God has such an awesome thing he wants to do within our sanctuary, within the people, within this sanctuary. And and, 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 and and if we get it right, I believe revival will come. Yes, sir. Amen. And if you get it right in your personal life, I believe the same thing. The Bible says that you will reap a harvest. Hello, somebody. You will reap a harvest if you do not give up. Proverbs eleven eighteen says, The wicked man earns deceptive ways, but he who sows righteousness what reaps a sure reward that 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 that, that there's a there's another text in proverbs that, that basically says that God can bless you I'm going to use the Eton interpretation God can bless you without messing you you say what does that mean God can bless you without messing you um, the, the, the rap song singer Biggie Smalls I know he's not a great uh, <coughs> theologian but he said more money more problems mm-hmm. hello somebody mm-hmm. yeah, that's if you got that in the flesh well. hello somebody <coughs> people and I saw this two weeks ago about this man who won the lotto and I think he got killed the next day. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. A million dollar lotto. Yeah, yeah. Hello, somebody. <laughs> if you was to go back two days before and say you're going to lose your life over this million dollars, which really ended up being 500000 because, you know, the government kind of gets their part, would you, would you want to win? He'd probably say no. Because that, that money caused issues. There's another lottery winner. He said, man, I wish I had never won this money. Because it's public money. Everybody know you're a millionaire and everybody coming at you and want your money. These people are very evil. You don't know really how evil people are until you get some money. Hello, somebody. When I was broke, <laughs> having to pay, having to pray for the Lord to cause it to be an ozone day because I didn't have a dollar to ride the bus, and on ozone day it took twenty five cents to ride the bus. Guess what? I didn't have to worry about uh, bill collectors. I didn't have to worry about uh, uh, people calling me, asking me to. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. 
See, but God says, when I bless you, it's going to be a sure reward. Amen. Hello, somebody. A sure reward. You ain't, you ain't got to worry about folk trying to kill you because you got blessed. Hello, somebody. It's a sure reward. Hello, somebody. Reward, white. Uh, lastly, and then we're going to end in, in prayer. We're talking about getting it right in hope tonight. And God, I'm going to share this last message or, or, or text with you. Revelations 3 and 8. And this is said of the church, the people in the church. I know your deeds. See, I have placed before you a open door that no one can shut. I know that you've had what? Little strength. As those who've sown in tears. Hello, somebody. Had little strength. Those who got weary and well-doing. I know you had little strength, but what? Yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Leaders, let this be said of you. At the end of this year, at the end of your ministry, saints, let this be said of you. When God gives you his heavenly report card, he says, I know your deeds. I know what you've done. You did some good things at Bethlehem. You served the children well. You did some good things at Bethlehem. You sung and you sung on key. You did some good things at Bethlehem. You served. And it wasn't easy serving as a leader at Bethlehem. But I know your deeds. I see you. And as a result, I have a harvest for you. I, I, I have an open door. Oh, that's, that's before you. That, that, that open door means an hey, opportunity. That open door means uh, the proper time. Oh, that open door means due time. That open door means uh, that God is opening up the windows of heaven uh, and pouring out blessings uh, that you don't have room enough to receive. Uh, that's what that open door is. Uh, it's an opportunity. And guess what? Uh, oh, guess what? Uh, this door is going to open uh, and nobody can shed it. I was watching a show where this preacher was called to a church in Atlanta and he got fired. Oh, about five weeks later and he was upset and he was mad and he couldn't figure out why. He came from Los Angeles. Oh, and they fired him. Guess what? Oh, if they can fire you, it's not a door that God opened because when God opens a door, nobody can shed it. Hello, somebody the company will go out of business before you leave you lose your job if God opened the door hello somebody hello somebody I said if God opens the door if, if that's your harvest if it's your harvest field if it's your time if it's your season if God opens the door nobody can shut it down hello somebody nobody can stop it hello somebody nobody with power and influence can stop it if God opens it for you
you. And the best way that God and the reason why God opened this door in the tent was because you had little strength. But yet you didn't give up. You didn't give up hope. You didn't quit the church. You didn't quit your ministry. You sold in tears. Oh, and God says that now I'm going to open this door and now it's time for you to shout for joy in Jesus' name. Lead us. Oh, lead us. It's time to get ready, get ready, get ready. Oh, to serve the Lord and to serve him faithfully, to do what is right, to be what is right, to live it out, to not just be doers of the word, oh, but to be oh, hearers of the word, but to be doers of the word and to get it right. got to get it right Amen. from the pulpit to the back of the door yeah, yeah, yeah. God wants us to get it right Amen. Amen. and if you have truly faithful to the Lord Ooh, thank you, Doc. Thank you. if you're truly faithful to the Lord right. he, he's going to bless you yeah. he's going to bless you I'm telling you he'll bless you I'm, I'm a witness yes, thank you Doc. And I try to share my testimony let you know I'm not just preaching this thing. Yes, you know, I, I, I know some folks, some brothers who got doctor's degrees and couldn't and ain't been called to a church. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And this little boy from Dallas, Texas yes. had doors open. I just walked to him. <laughs> it opened up at oh, Bethlehem and Paul Valley. I just walked to it. Hello, somebody. Being blessed. Hello, somebody. Being blessed. He'll do it for you. I'm blessing. You know, I go to folk places and all all throughout this country, from right here in Paul's Valley, and people wonder how I get where I am. Hello, somebody. It's a favor of God. You walk through the door. Hello, somebody. I've been sitting on uh, what they call it, diocese. I call it deist, diocese. Where, 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 where preachers are, where mega church looking at me, I'm sitting up there. <laughs> Hello. Hello, somebody! Because <laughs> God opened the doors. He's faithful and He'll bless you. He'll bless you. Anyway, I'm not. He'll bless you. I'm telling you, he'll bless you. He'll bless you. If you know that, you can get it right in hope. If you know that, what I do counts. Hello, somebody. I have purpose in life. God, God has called me to this church, to this ministry, to this growth for such a time as this. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. It's time to pray. It's time to pray. Hello again. This is Pastor Michael Eaton. I've been your host for today's program. And before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. 
thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you pray that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living King, you have to find God's family. And that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem again. We're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. And if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China, we're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Lee Tom, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart, if if your life is changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life. We just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And This is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing 
that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and you can hear it, uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality and that's where you can give to the building and we, we want to do it kind of just like obama did it. he raised his funds it was just people ordinary everyday people 25 dollars that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed i think that's god and i believe god can do it for us and we want you to give once again now if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to Vision to Reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, State of the Arts Build, a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you. So we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.